All right, what up, guys? Welcome to Three Guys in the Cross. This is your host, Jackson Mance. I'm here with... CJ Curry. Cameron Belt. And today we have our first special guest. Noah Egana. Yes, What yes. up, Noah? Welcome. Glad you can make it on the podcast. Thanks for bringing me on. Yeah, if you guys... Hopefully you guys can notice we're uh, using some new equipment today. We also have a new intro piece for our music. Hopefully that sounds good. Um, it sounds great in it. my headphones right now. Sounds, <laughs> sounds good to me. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this looks uh, awesome. Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about prayer. Before mm. we get into that, though, we're going to go over our songs of the week. Uh, Cam, what's that song that's been striking your heartstrings? Um, the song that's really kind of just got me in this uplifting mood this week was Lions by Elevation Worship. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, I've been listening to that one this week too. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's just a, I don't know. It's just every time I listen to it, I just got in this really awesome, fun mood. So yeah, it's a very hype song. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Really amps that excitement. Yeah. Uh, my song this week has been Lost in Your Love by Brandon Lake. Yeah, that song is just, I heard it for the first time this week, actually. And, like, it's just a solid reminder, you know, when you, like, God, it's all yours. I'm not afraid to do whatever you have for me. I'm not afraid to allow your love to overcome me. Um, God, I will follow. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Just... I I haven't heard that song yet, so that's yeah. I might have to give that a listen to this week. So not my you will have to give that a listen <laughs> this week. <laughs> okay, I will listen to that song this week. I'm gonna uh, call him Noah at midnight. Yeah. Did have you, you listen, listen to, to the song? song yet? <laughs> just text me at two a.m. I'll be like, dude, have you listened to it yet? It'll just I'll uh, I'll set a reminder every five minutes. To just text <laughs> you. Like, hey, you listen yet? Hey, you listen yet? Uh, yeah. Uh, it's just been a great song this week. Yeah. Mine has been um, Breathe by Maverick City Music. Just another reminder because like anybody who knows me knows that I suffer from anxiety and worrying. And so um, just just breathe. It's just like a reminder of just, you know, like just take a moment and just like in the song even says um, it's a miracle to breathe. Yeah. To yeah. be able to breathe. And so yeah, it's just a strong reminder of just like just take a moment and just. Yeah. Yeah. Breathe. Yeah, that's a great song. Well, this is all new to me. So uh, my song of the week has been uh, Thank You, Jesus, for the Blood by uh, Charity Gale. And uh, the reason why I chose this, like this song has really been impacting the, me this week, is actually because today, March 12th of uh, 2022, is the 11 years ago, actually, of this day, um, I profess faith in Jesus Christ. And so let's go. So I became officially born again 11 years ago today. And so really it's just like this entire week and especially today has really like this song has is like, it has, it hits, it hits me in a way that like it, it makes me realize like Jesus is the one that died for me. Yeah. His blood has been applied to me. Yeah. My, upon my profession of faith and my repentance of my sin, that blood has been applied to me. Yeah. Yeah. And so this, this song has really just impacted me. And I actually, the first time I listened to it was actually at the salt conference. Yeah. And when I first heard it, it broke me. I'm like, Holy moly, this was me. I was a wretch in my sin. 
and Jesus died for me. Yeah, Man. it's so good. But yeah, I think so many. That song is so good. I feel like so many Christians, like after they hear the gospel, they like realize the importance of what Jesus did. Like, not often do they go back and look at that and like mm-hmm. remind themselves of that. Yeah, but it's like. You can never remind yourselves too many times of that. Like, that's super important to go back and look at, listen to, and like look at those things. Like, mm. Jesus did this, and like, look, this this is why I'm. Yeah, look yeah. where G, look where I was, and look what Jesus has brought me from. Yeah, yes. and it's like, yeah, you just need that reminder all the time. Yeah, otherwise you're just gonna lose sight of what you're doing this all for. And at that point, it's like, yeah. What's the point of doing it at all? Yeah, yeah, definitely. But, yeah, so I guess next thing on the list, happy, crappy, God's big clappy. Ooh, what is that? <laughs> so that's your, your happy is your good thing for your week. Something good that happened to you, you know, lifted you up. Nice. Your crappy, something bad that happened to you throughout the week. Okay. Uh, you know, something hard you've been going through. And then your God's big clappy Something God's been doing in your life this past week. Something God's been showing you some way that he's like, you know, just really impacted your life in the past week. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, yeah. DJ, you want to start yeah. us off with that one? So my my happy this week has been, um, it's just been like a really good, just a good like positive week. I've, you know, work has been going well. Um, something that I have been praying about and just um, focusing on more is, just like taking, just being intentional in relationships and just, you know, listening, being a better listener. And so I think that's something that um, I've done really well at this week. Um, crappy. Um, that's a tough one because I can't really think of much. Um, I've been more um, like in depressive, like I've had like depressive moments this week um, where like I'll be like really great and then I'll just like be down in the dumps. Um, But then uh, my God's Big Clappy is kind of a mix of both of those where um, like God has just shown me like even with the song Breathe, just just breathe, just realize that um, he saved my life. You know, and so it's it's one of those things where it's like I think about the little things that I worry about on a daily basis and it's nothing compared to the sacrifice that he made for us. Yeah. yeah. So that was definitely a good reminder. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> uh you know what? Uh you know, I'll go. I uh something like I you know what, I'll hit it up with a but God's big clappy because Obviously, I'm I'm still like kind of on this whole thing of like today's like I get yeah. to remember the day that mm-hmm. I was saved, and I remember it specifically to the day. Yeah, that's was, yeah. lucky for it, you. I do not. <laughs> I can remember to the day, March twelfth of two thousand eleven, and I'm like, I think that's one of the kind of the coolest things that God has done for me is that He has allowed me to remember the day. Yeah, yeah. Because I think He just wants me to know, like, first of all, you're mine. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's also a testimony to other people. When I do share my testimony, my story with others is like, this was the day. This is it. And so what God has really done for me in this last week is like reminding me like, Noah, your story matters. 
and what I've done for you matters. Now go share with other people what I've done for you. Right. You yeah. are a testimony to what I've done in your life, and you can be a testimony to what I can do in others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And others can come to me similar. There are people out there with similar stories to yours. Now go share. Go. Just yep. go out and talk to people. Um, and that's kind of one of the coolest things is like the good parts about this week is that like in my happies is that I've gotten the chance to go and talk to people about um, Jesus. And kind of one of the things that um, I'm going through in my gospel one-on-one class, I go to, I go to city like midtown, I go with <laughs> CJ and all these guys here. So um, uh, one of my, one of our topics topics is, is that um, who is Jesus? Mm-hmm. And so I've really had an opportunity to talk to a couple of people about Jesus and having just, that's kind of been the best part about my week is like having that opportunity to tell people about my story and what God has done in my life and tell people who Jesus really is. Yeah. Um, probably the, the whole, the crappy part of the week has just how fast it's gone by Mm. because I really like, I like the weeks that are slow where it feels like it's really slow, but this week has gone by so fast and I've gotten so many things up on my plate Mm-hmm. Like with just school and with work and just talking with people, it's kind of just really been all these things have been bombarding me, and I've just like been like, it's just this weight on my shoulders is just this burden. I'm like, yeah. I need to get this off, and mm-hmm. so it's yeah. the, just those. That's why I like the happy parts because it's it's been those times where it doesn't feel crappy, where I get to talk about Jesus, and it's just that weight gets lifted. So yeah, for sure. That's that's been my that's been my week so far. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Definitely. Um I'll go next here. So I would say my happy this week is we actually have one of our friends staying with us from Arizona that that moved out out of town a couple years ago now. Mm-hmm. Um he's in town for 10 days just getting some time to hang out with him. Yeah, that's exciting. Get to that's get fun. to reconnect with him and and that kind of stuff. So um Crappy this week, just been, I don't know, for me it's been a slow week. Just, yeah. It's one of those weeks where it just gets drug out, nothing really to do at work, kind of just, whole week's kind of just drug out, so, but, oh well. And then, God's a bit clappy, I would have to say, um, just, this week has really just shown me how to have some patience with some stuff. Yeah, it just has some stuff going on at at work and stuff that I was I was getting frustrated with and and wasn't going how I wanted it to go and yeah. and this kind of stuff and he just he really laid out on me that I don't need to worry about it. It's no. it's something that it's going to happen the way it needs to happen and that's how it is. So yeah, that's good. But yeah, yeah, uh, I yeah, I'd say my happy for this week uh has really been probably just like i've been going into most days with like oh yeah i've been going into most days with just a joyful attitude that starts in the morning and like that's really just changed the outcome of every day um just made every day a lot better and help to keep me joyful throughout the day um, instead of letting my morning be dreadful and then that ruins the rest of my day. So that's been really cool. And also 
Um, I got three days off of work this week, and man, I really needed that. Makes a difference. <laughs> it was <laughs> like it was just so nice, and I was like dealing with a lot of stress a week or two ago, and like that was just super nice to help with that and give me a breather, uh, kind of like your song at least, CJ. Yeah. that was just it was like that helped me do that so much. Uh, crappy on Thursday of this week, this week, yeah, I started a new class at Metro on top of all my other classes at UNO and work and stuff. And, you know, I was praying because of all my stress and I was praying that God would lift that off me and he like, he did. And that was so nice. And then Thursday came and that class started and it's like, oh, another the thing professor said in an announcement, plan to spend an hour to an hour and a half every day on that class. And I'm like, Oof. I don't have an hour to an hour and a half every day <laughs> <laughs> to work on that class. Right. right. So I'm going to like, in it, I just like, yeah, I'm not prepared. It'll get done and I'll get through it. And I just got to keep praying about that. But like, right. and it was just, everything was starting to go good. And it was like, God, thank you for answering my prayers. Thank you for doing this. And then boom. Yep. It's like, ah, oh, dang it. <laughs> yeah. But um, God's a bit clappy, I guess. Probably going through that is like he's kind of showing me, you know, keep praying for those things and like, you know, I'll lift it off again and like something might hit you even more. And then as I'm like going through that, I need to continue to pray and continue to rely on him instead of me like, dang it, God, you just answered that. And now I have this. Why couldn't you like? And it's just like the blame does not go on him. Right. right it's yeah. like I just need to keep relying on him through that mm-hmm. and trust that he's going to allow me to do all of these things and get it done. And, you know, just still, even when I am stressed, like not necessarily putting on a face, but still going through every day with joy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's just kind of what he's been showing me this week. But that's good. That's really good. Yeah. So I guess speaking through that, you know, with that involving a lot of prayer and that being our topic today. Um, yeah, I guess let's just roll right in. Yeah, let's roll let's with it. it. Prayer. Yeah. Oh, I love prayer. Yeah. It's, it's kind of one of my favorite things to talk about. Like one of my favorite things about the Bible is just prayer. There's just so many examples in the Bible of just prophets and kings and disciples just praying. Yeah. Like prayer is such like one of the biggest things in the Bible. And it's like one of the first things that every Christian should do yeah. is prayer. So and like, yeah, I think oftentimes when people think about prayer, um, even like non-Christians, but like, no, just anyone in general, when they think about prayer, it's like, oh, um, I've exhausted all of my solutions or potential solutions, nothing else left to do. Like there's nothing else I can do. So I guess I'm just left with prayer. Yeah. Right. Like, I guess this is just like the last thing on the table. Like I've done everything else. I don't know what else to do. So now I'm going to pray. Yeah. And like defining that though, like how do you, how would you define prayer then from, from the Christian perspective, telling non-Christians, like if you were to tell like a non-Christian, like this is what prayer is. Like if someone was asking that, what is prayer? You think prayer, um, 
from my perspective is is a conversation with God yeah. um, because like we've talked about in previous um, episodes, I think it was in the first episode when we were talking about just um, our our Christian walks. Um, I'm a very new Christian. I've been saved for like I accepted Christ in my life like two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, like prayer has been the one thing that I've really worked on under having an understanding of that. It's not like, like Jackson said, it's not the last resort. It's the first yeah. response. Yeah. Yeah. Like Joy, Joyce Myers, um, has a quote and she says our first, um, prayer should always be our first response to every situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And once we have an understanding that prayer is not like a wish list or like, I think sometimes, um, especially as non-Christians, we can think of prayer as like, well, this is what I want. So I got to pray for it. Or like, well, this is like, I have a really tough situation, so I'll pray for it. And it'll be like, everything will be like perfect. And it'll yep. be exactly how I want it to be. God will fix everything at the snap of a God's, finger. God's and then got it's it. going to be done. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, for me, like understanding that um, prayer is a conversation with God. Yeah. Um, because in any relationship in our life, like you have a conversation. <laughs> like, yeah. Like right. I, I talk to, I have conversations with these guys, with you guys. And so like, why is God any different? Yeah. Um, and so like in just daily situations, um, like like when I worry all the time about things I shouldn't be worrying about, mm-hmm. like my first response is prayer. Like God, just yeah. just lead me to yeah. a solution here, or just yeah. you know. And yeah, I definitely talk, agree. Talk through them. I definitely think it it is a conversation, and it's mm-hmm. an ongoing conversation. It does, even after you say Amen, it's not like, yep. oh, that was the end of the prayer. <laughs> That's the end of your conversation yeah. with God. You're mm-hmm. not. You're done. He yeah. walked away, and then as soon as you say, hey, God, he's going to come back and start listening again. It's like, while prayer is like a more intentional way of having a conversation with him, it's not like the prayer or the conversation stops at the end. Yeah. Right. And I really like what you said. Like, it is the first reaction. And like how I was saying, people often see it as the last. It's like prayer is the most important thing you can do. And yep. after you pray is when... Like, it's not like you just pray and then sit back and let, you know, make, have God do everything and he's just Mm going to get it done yeah, and whatever. It's like you pray about whatever's going on, whether it's good or bad, Mm -hmm. and then you start to do things in order to help the situation or change the situation, whatever. And if God wants that to happen or whatever God wants to happen, he will use whatever you're doing to allow that to happen. Yep. Yep. It's all you pray and then you respond. Right. Yeah. You don't pray, sit back, you don't respond yeah. and then pray. So even just going off of that, like we've always, we've always said Christianity is not a religion. It's a relationship. Yeah. So how, if, if, if Christianity is a relationship, then how would you talk to God? Yeah. Prayer is how you talk to God. Right. This is this right. is a, like you said, it's a conversation, and it's not just like you said, it's not this one and done deal. Like you get, like I'm asking God, like, oh, I want to, I want an A on this test, and I want a new Mercedes Benz. Like it's not that way. I'm sorry. Like 
prayer is not like asking Jesus like he's a genie in the yeah. bottle. Like, I mean, right. Right. go ahead and not. pray for that, but go ahead and expect a no. <laughs> don't ex- right. don't expect a yes. Right. But expect the no. And I and then def- when we define prayer, we should also define what prayer is not. Yeah. yeah. Prayer is not this a mean it's not a means to an end. Mm-hmm. It's right. never yeah. been that. And that's not to say that you can't ask for things right. from God. But it should not be this thing where you come into God and demand something like, I deserve this. Mm Because you don't. You deserve nothing. You deserve nothing at all. You're coming before an almighty and holy God. What you deserve is hell, honestly. Right. (laughs) Like, sorry if this is the first time you're hearing that, but it's it's real. As a a non-Christian, you are in a a position of you deserve nothing. mm -hmm. I would argue even as Christians, what we deserve is nothing. What we deserve right. is hell. Right. What I deserve is hell. What I deserve is nothing. Yeah. What anyone on this earth deserves is, is nothing. It's right. hell. Yep. But by becoming a Christian, God, through his grace, yep. and his grace alone, not by what we do, not by what we say, but by his grace alone, it overrides that. Yep. And yeah. says, he doesn't say, oh, now you deserve heaven. He says, no. I'm, now you have access to heaven. I'm giving right. you heaven yeah. as a gift. This is a gift. Yep. We still don't deserve it. We're no. Even then, it's not just about heaven. It's yeah, about no, himself. No, it's not just... But, it's, but it, it's it's one of those... It's the inheritance. Yeah. Right. That's the inheritance. Right. But, it's but, like, but even going back... I'm, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> we no. went down a little rabbit hole. But, uh, but no, going back to what prayer is not. This is not a moment where you as a non... And I'm going to speak to the non-Christians listening to this. Mm-hmm. Listen, Jesus is not a genie in a bottle. Ask me how I know. I've been doing this for ele- I've been you're doing this for eleven years, and I've been praying like Jesus was a genie in a bottle for mm-hmm. a little while, and I've realized that he's not. Yeah, he's not this guy that you can just come along and ask for things and demand for things. It's it's just not how it happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It and it, for example, like let's say your your parents or your grandparents or your siblings are in the hospital mm-hmm. and they're on their deathbed. Going and asking God and demanding Him to heal your sick sibling or parent or whatever, mm-hmm. demanding that of God, you can do that. But I would say expect a no. Yeah. Expect it. Don't expect a yes. And in and at the same time, I would even say <sighs> it's so hard to put it put in this to words because. A lot of people see Jesus as a genie in a bottle, and I'm just like, you yeah. guys are a bunch of and, fools. And it's not even non-Christians; it's Christians. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot even of Christians. Yeah, yeah. Just and look at the prosperity gospel people. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I just think like God will give you money; He'll give you a house, and it's it's. Just, and I mean, like, yes, but also no. <laughs> like right. yeah. He not, will, but yeah. not in the way that. Well, and that's what I was going to say is, is like prayer also, when you're praying, there's also going to be things where it's not going to, two things, it's not going to be necessarily when you want it to be, and it's also not going to necessarily look how you want it to. Yeah. So like for me, so professionally, I run an after school program. And so I was in a position to where I was like a training director. I was traveling around, basically figuring like there was, I was waiting for a spot to open up. Mm -hmm. And so my prayer for the last year 
um, before getting my current school was, God, just give me a school. Like, I don't care where it is. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care how difficult it is. It's going to be Atlantis. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't care. Like, I just want a school. I want my own. And then, like, I waited a year for the school. And I'm like, and so that's, it's funny when you say, like, genie in a bottle, because that's how I was seeing it. It's like, I'm going to pray. And this is as after being saved and after becoming a Christian where I'm like, yep, I'm going to pray for a school. I'm going to get a call tomorrow saying that, um, that a school is going to open up and it's just going to work out exactly how I want it to. But that's not how God works. Yeah. It's all according to God's plan, not my plan. And well, so, well, even just that, I, I actually have a, if you, the perfect example is Job. Yep demanding something of God. And if for, for those who don't know the story of Job, there was this guy in the Bible that literally had the worst things happen to him. And as he's sitting in the well, dirt, not only did he, he started with having like, he had, he had, he had a lot of stuff. And then yep. suddenly so much, he and, lost everything. And he was like, he was super faithful too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, yeah. he was, he was faithful to God. And actually I'm going to, and while he was in, basically the dirt Mm -hmm. and his friends were just coming up to him and saying like remind having a conversation with him or reminding him of things he ends up basically saying this and if you have your bibles you can actually turn to this in job chapter 21 and starting in verse 7 it says why do the wicked live on growing old and increasing in power they Mm -hmm. see their children established around them their offspring before their eyes their homes are safe and free from fear the rod of God is not on them. Their bulls never fail to breed. Their cows calve and do not miscarry. They send forth their children as a flock. Their little ones dance about. They sing to the music of the timbrel and lyre. They make merry to the sound of the pipe. They spend their years in prosperity and go down to the grave in peace. Yet they say to God, leave us alone. We have no desire to know your ways. Who is the Almighty that we should serve? that we should serve him? What would he, we gain by praying to him? Right. And basically, it's basically Job is questioning God. Like, you're doing all of this. Yep. You're giving all of the evil people great things, and suddenly all these bad things are happening to me. Why should I obey you, God? Why should what What's going on? What's mm-hmm. basically the thing? And he's demanding an answer from God. Yep. And suddenly you go pop on over to Job chapter 38. God responds. Yep. Yep. And he's like, "Who? where were you when I laid the earth's foundation? Mm-hmm. Tell me if you understand. Who marked off its dimensions? Surely you know. Who stretched a measuring line across it? Yeah. You're telling me, you're asking me, you're demanding of me to give you an answer? Where were you at all these points in time? Where were you when I did this? Where were you when I did that? Mm-hmm. So when we come to God and we pray and we're demanding stuff, yep. Keep in mind, there was a guy who did that, and God showed up, and he was like, who are you to demand something of me? Yeah. Who are you? A mere mortal, a mere human, someone that I created, and you're demanding an answer from me? Uh Uh-uh. I'm sorry. You're going to go back to your place, and you're going to basically shut up, and I'm going to say no. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I want to be humble. I think, like, something important to note, though, is when we say... You know, we say prayers of conversation, you know, God is going to respond. That doesn't necessarily mean like you're going to be praying and then 
you're going to hear God's voice and you'd be like, yeah, you're welcome. Y'all do that. Right. For you. It's like, right. that's not what, that's not his response. No. Like you're in 99.99999 repeating percent of situations, probably even more than that. Like one person maybe ever. Well, and that's what now, I was going to say. Might hear his voice. Right. But. That's what I was going to say is like, the hard part for me was like, I was praying for this and then it wasn't God. Like it wasn't this like, no CJ, you're not ready for this. It was like, he was showing me through yeah. other people like, Hey, you're not, you're not here yet. And so like sometimes God will place in your life people um, who will show you essentially and communicate through them that, Hey, you're not ready for this or it's not time yet. Um, yeah. And so um, it's, it's just crazy how, you know, in our prayer life, sometimes like God's going to tell you no. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. He's just, yeah. Well, I would even, no, never mind. I, I had a thought and I lost it. Yeah. No. <laughs> but that. yeah, he's just, he's going to respond. Like he will respond. Mm-hmm. No, just not through actually saying something to you. If right. you hear his voice, it's going to um, be rare. And I actually like, have a story. You should go, <laughs> you should go like tell somebody about that. <laughs> yeah. Like that's, <laughs> and if I, you I, hear I, his I, voice, send us a message, uh, send, record yeah. it, <laughs> record and, the, and send yeah. it to <laughs> our social media. Yeah. And then we'll bring you on. Yeah. And we want to. God speaks verbally rarely. Yeah. Very rarely. Rarely. And if he does, when he does, not if he does, when he does, it's at a specific moment in time that he has to speak because either you're not listening, yeah, or you're listening very intently, and you're and you're and you've humbled yourself to a point where you're allowing yourself for God to speak. Mm-hmm. That God, yeah, can speak. But I definitely agree. Yeah, right around that ninety-eight to ninety-five percent of the ninety-eight to ninety-nine percent of the time, he talks to the definitely word. More, he, talk, yeah. he talks to the book, I and, he, and I would even say this: he talks through people. Yeah, yeah. I would not yeah. just say the Bible. No, he talks mm-hmm. through people. Mm-hmm. Right, because here's the thing: if we're spirit indwelt, God can talk to you through other people, and not even necessarily people either. He might be talking to you through experience. Yeah, like through things that you're going through in life, whatever. Like, you know, you might pray about something. And then you go through life and you might not even realize it in the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you go through life and then you look back and you're like, man, I remember praying about that and looking back. Yeah. God provided that for me. Yeah. God, mm-hmm. I'd probably, or God didn't allow that to happen. Out of the 11 years of walking with Christ, I'd probably say there was probably one, maybe two moments where I've, what I've, where I've heard God speak mm. verbally speak. And I'm going to be honest here. Maybe once or twice. Mm-hmm. The first time was the day I got saved. The very first day that I got saved today, mm-hmm. 11 years ago. And he said this. When, and at the same time, Satan was speaking at the same time saying, don't you dare go to him. Mm-hmm. Jesus was on the, basically saying, Noah, you need to come to me now. Yeah. That was it. That's all he said. Mm-hmm. Noah, you need to come to me now. And that's all I heard. I'm like, and I'm in that, like in that moment where, when I'm basically, I realized that I was going to hell and I heard basically God speak and telling me, Noah, you need to come to me now. I'm like, 
like every hair and every goosebump stood on end. I'm like, mm. holy moly, <laughs> what is going on? Yeah. I'm hearing somebody speak and he's nobody's not, here. Nobody's <laughs> really here. Right. Must what, be the boogeyman. <laughs> must be somebody. And I'm I'm a and I was and I was in I was like I was shaking. I was in fear. Yeah. I'm like Holy. When you're also like what eleven I was, years old, I was so. like eleven years old anyway. And come on, you're gonna t- you're gonna you can't just say like an eleven year old. You're not gonna be you're you're telling me that an eleven year old's not gonna be afraid, dude. I was right. shaking, right. but at the same time, I realized that I needed a savior, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I want him. Yep. And then obviously the rest of the story goes on. The second time was when God confronted me on my own sexual sin, mm. yep. but. I had other people speaking into me at that time as well, which is why I really don't consider it God actually speaking mm-hmm. verbally to me. It's kind yep. of one of those hard moments to kind of really pinpoint and down what God specifically said. Other than that, I know for certain God verbally speaking to me was yep. that day. Yep. But other than that, my, the rest of my life and the rest of my walk with Christ has always been through his word. Yep. Yep. Um. I would, yeah, and that's one thing about prayer um, is it is not really a formal thing. It's not, you you don't have to like refer to him in a formal manner. You don't have to get in a certain position and, you know. (laughs) Yeah. I I think we're going right there. Yeah, there's... (laughs) There's not one. Is there a specific way to pray? Is there a certain position to be in? Do I have to fold my hands? Do I have to close my eyes? Do I have to bow my head? Do I have to raise my hands? Do I have to stand up? Eyes open. Do I have to lay down prost? Basically, lay down on the floor. Do I have to be on my knees? I would say, and this, you got to hear me out on this one. Okay. I would say there is one position you should be in when you pray. Yep. There's one position that anytime you pray, you should be in. And that is not a physical position, but a position of surrender. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Position of yep. openness. Yep. There yes. is not, whether that means, whether that looks to you, for you, closing your eyes, folding your hands, um, sitting down, standing up, arms spread open, arms, whatever it is, it should always be in a position of God, I'm surrendering to you. I'm opening up to you. Yep. You are receiving my full self in this moment of prayer. Yep. And Absolutely. yes, like, you know, I think Noah, you had some stuff on this, but like when you're younger, they do teach you. Yes. To fold your yeah. hands, close your eyes. Yes. You know. And there is a reason why it's because kids are rowdy. They love to mess around. They yep. love to, you got to keep them under control. And it's kind of one of the first things that you teach kids, like when it comes to the fruit of the spirit is Mm self-control. So when you're teaching kids self-control, and my mom taught me this, is that when we pray, we fold our hands, we bow our head and we close our eyes. And it's just, it's just about keeping ourselves under control. Right. But something that I've noticed even because I, I pray like that even Mm -hmm. still today. And the reason why I bow my head and I've chosen this myself, it's not that it's, I've found about, I've even found out the different styles or certain ways to pray. Mm-hmm. And I found for myself that bowing my head is me personally revering God as holy and just and above almighty, above everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. 
And I think like on t- like making sure you're in surrender and making sure that um whatever position you're in keeps you like the most focused on whatever yep like the prayer like if you know if you pray a lot with like for me there was a long period of time where like I didn't like to pray with my eyes closed because anytime I would close my eyes my mind would just like wander off into different areas yeah I would stop listening and so like I started to figure out I'm like you know I've always learned or I've always like known prayer is something you do with your eyes closed but it's Mm -hmm. like I focus better with my eyes open and with my eyes closed I'm not Mm -hmm. focusing on the prayer yeah especially when other people are the ones saying the prayer like at church or whatever it's like I that is not my way of focusing on the prayer so I yeah I'm not gonna do that right and so it's just like and you gotta like same with your hands make sure that it's in a way that like what whatever position you're in you're just focused on what God has to say yeah, yeah. or what not yeah and focus and, on what the prayer is yeah and I've even found myself doing that all often now is praying with my eyes open because at this, I agree because sometimes when you're wanting to pray about certain like specific things mm-hmm. it's harder to rem- it, in my mind it's not it's not necessarily harder to remember it mm-hmm. it's just that when you have your eyes open and you're actually reading it it act, you can kind of your thoughts end up formulating pretty clearly over what specifically you want to pray about and so it, 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 I've tried both ways. I've tried everything. I've tried my hands open. I've tried my hands closed, folded hands. I've tried. I've even done on my own knees. I've been. Have even, you prayed doing a handstand? No. You should try that next time. Not yet. <laughs> I, I, I have not gone fully down on my face yet. I have not, and I, I don't. I can help you with that one. <laughs> I, I know my mom has. Yeah. I know there are people. I know of certain people that have prayed on their face yeah and that's personally i'm just like i i wouldn't say that my heart is there yet because mm-hmm. i think it will be one day it's just that because i think because i think there will be a day where i will be on face down on the ground and i think that right. day will be when i come face to face with the lord almighty yeah <laughs> when i come face to face with him i'll be like nope i'm not facing you i'm on the ground face down <laughs> but other than that i think just for me, like when it comes to a certain, like I agree, when we talk about prayer and how you should pray, it should be, first of all, your heart should be in a position of surrender. It should be in a place of absolute surrender and looking to Christ and saying, you know what, Lord, I, it's not my will, but your will be done. Yeah, And that's kind of one of the greatest things about the Lord's Prayer is that there's really, there's really no way... Like there's no style of how to pray. It's just that when you go to pray, it should be in total surrender. And actually, that's why I like the Lord's Prayer mm-hmm. is because there's really no, like obviously Jesus gives you like a good guideline to how to pray. Yeah. But there's really no specific like, these are the words you say. This is how you should pray. Yeah. Other than that. Yeah. And yeah, I don't think that means like, I think the Lord's Prayer is something that's like, you know, good to occasionally pray yeah. specifically the Lord's Prayer. Like, mm-hmm. pray that. But I also, yeah, like you That's said, if you want to start. I would say, like, for someone who wants, like, is starting out, yeah, and start I, with the Lord's Prayer. Because yeah. then it, it gives you a good guideline. It gives and, you something good to start yeah. off from. And even, 
like throughout your faith. I know like, um, for example, City Light, like they do it on a very, like not very often, but occasionally they'll be like, as a church, we're going to pray the Lord's Prayer. Like it's just like, yeah. it's a good reminder too. And like, even like if you start to stray off of that pattern or like, you know, or, and mm-hmm. it's just like a good thing to pray over. Yeah. Occasionally. Right. But like, I do like what you said, like it go, gives you kind of guidelines of what to say a little bit, but mm-hmm. it's still yeah. not like the, these are the words you have to say, or like, these are the pieces you have to include. And <laughs> it reminds me of that, that scene in uh, parts of the Caribbean. It's like, these, it's more like guidelines than actual rules. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the thing too about prayer is like, a lot of times, um, at least like as a non-Christian or as someone who doesn't have a lot of experience praying, you're like, it can be like intimidating of like, what do I say? Like, yeah, right. Lord. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate you. Rub like, a dub, <laughs> dub, dub. Thanks for the grub. <laughs> but like on the same page, like, there's nothing really wrong with that. Right. No, like, absolutely. No. Absolutely. Granted, if you're praying that every single time you pray maybe try to find some other things to (laughs) say but like there's inherently nothing wrong with praying that yeah and i actually if if it's all right i'd actually like to read that action that actual prayer ask if we because yeah it's actually it comes from the book of matthew so if you got your bibles anybody who's listening go ahead and open your bibles up to matthew chapter six and starting in verse five because this is part of the sermon on the mount Mm-hmm. Jesus basically preaching to a bunch of people, talking about different things, talking about fasting, not worrying, judging others, fulfilling the law, murder, adultery, all this, the Beatitudes, all this stuff. But one of the things that he talks about is prayer. And this is how you pray. Yeah. And so starting in verse five, it says, and when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites. For they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father, who sees what what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words." Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. This, then, is how you should pray. Mm -hmm. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Yeah. For if you forgive other people when you when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. So, I I like that last portion of the of the sin, mm-hmm. of the Lord's prayer that for yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And that's in the King James version. I like that because it ends the prayer. I don't like necessarily (laughs) me personally. I like to end it with an amen and I like it. I like that. I agree. Right. Because it, because it's just, it's going back to the beginning. Our father in heaven, hallowed be your name. It's just ending the prayer to giving reverence back to the one you started with. But again, it's not, 
like the conversation is done there. Yeah. Also, right. like it's like ends it for you, but it's also like still kind of ongoing. Because mm-hmm. I have like a a story of a situation that I told. Um, I actually told Jackson this kind of TMI moment. So I was dealing with something um, at work where I was just completely like just broken and sad and frustrated. And I was, you know, I don't know if anybody else like takes showers when you're sad of just like, Mm -hmm. like I already took a shower this morning, but I just need to just like feel the water and I just need to like just be in the moment. Yeah. Um, and so, um, I, I just got another shower and hadn't put, put on clothes yet. And I just got on my knees and I just prayed. I prayed mm-hmm. the Lord's prayer. I prayed about the situation. I just prayed for strength. Like yeah. it was probably the longest prayer of my life, but it was just in that moment where I realized like, there's not a reason like, like we've talked about prayer doesn't have to look a certain way or like, I never thought I would pray naked, but in that moment, <laughs> I felt like I, I felt okay. like I needed to. Okay. So, like I said, TMI, but you know, that's, that's what I needed. And yeah. and it didn't end there. Like it was just like, yeah. you know, a lot of my prayers, like following that was just about that same situation yeah. and just, yeah. and having conversations with other people. And, um, and it was just a funny story about, CJ's naked prayer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. And I think one thing kind of on the content of prayer, um, like there is nothing that you can't pray about. Yes. There are so many, I hear a lot of people say, well, um, that person or that thing is not affecting me mm-hmm. or that thing's so far away or, Oh, that thing is like massive. Like for yep. example, really big, but like world hunger, you know? Yep. Oh, why would I like, I, I can't pray for world, like world hunger to no longer exist. Cause like that's, that's too big. That's something big. You know, right. how is God ever going to, and it's like, right. It's nothing too big for God. You praying that one prayer, like, it's probably not going to be the prayer that, oh, suddenly world hunger is gone. Mm -hmm. But we, you need to pray. Like, if you feel burdened to pray for something, no matter what it is, pray for it. If you see, if you see something, no matter, like, for example, there's all that stuff happening in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, that's in, that's all the way in Ukraine. That's halfway across the world, whatever. That doesn't affect me, at least not yet. And like, you know, what is my one single prayer going to do? And it's like, it shows your compassion. It shows your obedience towards God. It shows your love towards those people. And like, think of how many people are thinking that same thing. Right. Where, oh, what is my prayer going to do for that? And it's like, Mm -hmm. if all 100 million people that are thinking that, what is my prayer going to do for that? If all of them decide I'm going to pray, that's a big impact. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And even if half those people decide, oh, I'm going to mm-hmm. pray for that, that's a huge impact. Yeah. And like, I just think there's nothing too big. There's nothing too small to pray for. 
Yeah. It's right. like, yeah. oh, that thing is insignificant. Like, oh, that's not worthy of praying for. Yes, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. God wants to know anything and everything that you have to bring him. And like, like it said in that scripture that you read, Noah, it's like God already knows yep. what you're going to ask, what you're going to say. He already knows, but it means something so much different when you actually bring it to him. Yeah. Yep. It's like you're not telling him any new information. Mm-hmm. Right. Zero. It's he like, just wants you to bring it to him. He wants you yep. he wants you to come to him. It's it's kind of like when you when you're like a kid and you do something wrong <laughs> and your parent your parent already like knows about it. But they're just kind of sitting there waiting, going day by day, waiting for you to bring it up to them. Right. Like when's that's Jackson kinda, gonna say it? That's kind of basically what God's doing. He's like, Yep. Dude, I knew you did that the second you did it. I like I saw you do that. Mm-hmm. Right. I knew you did that. Just admit it to me already. I'm going to say, yeah. I'm like, right. and it's not like, oh, if you take this certain amount of time before you say it, then, oh, man, I don't think I can forgive you for that one mm-hmm. <laughs> right? or whatever. But it's like, it's just something about showing your trust and showing how you have given so much to him already. And I just think that's something super important. And it's like, you know, there's people who say, man, don't, I, I'd rather you didn't pray for me or whatever. Honestly, yeah. pray for him. Anyways, yep. like, right. yeah, they're not really going to, like, they're not going to know if you do it in your head. <laughs> and if there's, like, like we said, prayer is the best thing you can do. Mm-hmm. Even if right. someone doesn't yep. want it, it's probably one of those things that they need, even if they don't know they need right. it. And so do it anyways, no matter who it is. Yep. And pray for people you don't know. Pray for like, pray for group, groups of people that you don't know. Yep. Right. Um, you know, you can pray for other groups of Christians that you've never heard of, or be like, God, I just pray for all the Christians trying to spread your message all across the world. Mm-hmm. Or like, that's an one example, but there's just no limit to what you can pray for, and nothing too big and nothing too small. Right. And God's gonna listen to it all. Nope. God's going to care about it all. Yep. yep. And yep. One thing is is prayer is prayer is that how we ask for forgiveness of of sins we do commit whether it's anger, or lust, if it's a sexual sin, if it's some addiction we have or something um it's something where we can just pray about it and ask forgiveness for it and, yep. and just pray that he would walk alongside us and, and help us through this time yeah. and get through it. And it's also a great way to thank God. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. All, like that's something I try, especially recently, I've started trying to do this more, but making it a point in every prayer to thank him. Yeah. And it might be like, I might be thanking him for a different things, but like thanking him in some way or another being like, God, thank you for allowing this to happen or yeah. thank you. Just like, thank you for bringing me into your family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you for loving me so much that you did this for me. Like, whatever it might be. Yeah, and that's that's how I start my prayers is just, I mean, it doesn't happen every single time. But yeah. for the most part, I, you know, like, God, just just thank you for another day. You mm-hmm. know, just thankful, thank you for, or even specific things. Like, God, just thank you for um, this time together or whatever it may be. Um, yeah, I think it's a definitely important 
um, or definitely a good thing to remember. Yeah. Um, and I, I also like a good reminder just because you pray for something once doesn't mean it's like a one and done thing. Yep. Right. It's like, oh, I prayed for that yesterday. I don't need to pray for it again today. It's like, first of all, if it's something that you want to happen, if you really want it to happen, keep God's going to see that through you continuously, like bringing it to him. Yep. yep. Like when I was dealing with my stress and like going through that time of like, oh man, I don't think I have the time to do all this, whatever, whatever. It's like every single day praying to him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, even I I have some things that I'm praying over that are like quite a ways out as far as like time. And it's like, I'm praying through that every day. Yeah. yeah. It's like, God is going to show me sooner or later. Yes or no to that or whatever. But it's like, as soon as you want to pray for something, start praying for it and continue to pray for it. Yeah. Right. And, you know, that doesn't mean he's going to, that doesn't mean just because you pray for it a long time that he's going to answer it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah, he's not, he's probably not going to want to answer something if you just pray for it once. And then, cause it's like, do you really want it? Or right. do you really like right. have passion for that to happen or whatever mm-hmm. if you're only doing it once? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think <laughs> I it, it's it's yeah. I would definitely say I would definitely agree. Don't just pray for something once. And I would even I'd even say this when you go and pray for stuff, and this has to do with more of like the answers to prayer. Mm-hmm. When you go and pray for things, and I say and I said this like towards the beginning of the podcast. Expect like when you go and demand things of God, mm-hmm. expect a no. Don't go in. And I'm gonna I'm gonna say this across the board. Don't go in necessarily. Don't don't necessarily go in expecting a yes. Mm-hmm. Go in expecting a maybe, a not yet, or a no. Yeah. If you, but I I would also say this at the same time. If it truly is in tune to God's will, yeah. If what you're asking for is in tune to God's will, yep. then yeah, definitely. Yes. Yeah. Right. Definitely expect it to come. But I would also say this, like when you go and, because ex- I've even asked for things that I've always expected to know, and then suddenly it's a yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? <laughs> I, I, th- I, I thought I was not going to get this. Where right. is this yeah. coming from? Right. right. On that, don't make your own yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. definitely. Oh my gosh. Right. I've, I have so many, there I've, I've experienced so many stories coming from that and doing that. I've even done that myself yeah. where I've prayed for something and I've gotten a definite no. Yeah. And I've gone and tried to make it a yes. Yeah. yeah. And God had to put things in front of me to get me to stop. Yeah. He's right. like, I, this is not for you. No, 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 not for you. Yep. I'm, dude, stop it. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of, He's it's trying like, to. It's like Jonah when he, he was like, "I'm not going where you want me to go at all. <laughs> I don't want to go there. I'm not going to go there." Right. So he like, I don't want to go to Nineveh, God. So he like, uh, st- you are. <laughs> he's, he started going on his own way, making his own path, even regardless of what God said or what God wanted him to do. And God was like, "Listen, 
you're still doing it. I don't yep. care. Like, right. yeah, <laughs> you're still following whatever my answer is for you. And that just goes with, and like, that's whatever our prayer is and whatever he answers. It's like, no matter what we do, it's going to be what God wants for us. And like, there yep. might be times where he's like, you know what? Fine. I'll let you see the terribleness that comes out of this. I'll let you see like how much, like why I said no right. in the first place or why I said you should do this and you didn't want to or whatever. He might be like, fine, I'll let you experience that. And then you'll see, Hey, maybe next time I should, should yep. listen to that guy. Huh. Maybe he kind of right. knows what he's talking about. Right. You know, but yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah definitely. And so now flip the side. Now we've talked about a little bit about the no. Let's talk about the yes for a second. Cause I literally just remembered this. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's say for a second that you actually want something. And there's, and I'm going to say this, there is nothing wrong with you asking God for things. Right. There's nothing wrong with it. Heck, even my own sister has asked God for things and she's gotten a yes. So, and the, and the reason why I pull this, the reason why I bring this up is because even if you want something, you can still bring it to God. Mm-hmm. You can still bring it to him. There's nothing Point. wrong with it. And the reason why I bring this up is because there's also there's a verse. Actually, it's a chapter later in Matthew 7. It says, if you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you ask for things from him, like, Lord, I need, I need, a, I need a winter coat, which mm-hmm. is my sister... Laura, she's the youngest out of my family. She, we were running out of winter clothes and she's just like, Lord God, I need a winter jacket. Mm-hmm. Literally a day. And she's like, I want it in turquoise color. I want a winter coat. I want it to be in this <laughs> size and I need it to be that. I want it yep. to be this color. And, and to be honest, she's like, I just want a winter coat. But yeah. she added on the few things. Cause she's like, I just want to be like this. Literally a day later, my mom goes to Goodwill. She finds a winter coat that's in her size and it's turquoise. turquoise. <laughs> yep. Literally, yeah. the very specific thing that my sister asked for from God, God's like, "Here you go." Yeah. And he just wanted to, he just wanted to take care of her. He's like, "I know you need this, so I'm going to get I'm going to give you what sh- what you need to take care of you." Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think kind of to wrap things up a little bit like just bringing it back to the importance like you know, you have, like we said, like Noah said at the beginning, it's a relationship, yep. yes. not just yeah. a religion. And like, yep. yep, how can you build a relationship without, like, it's like, if I'm not talking to God, that's like me seeing this person, like walking by this person every day on campus. I walk by this yep. person, I see them, I know them, like I know they're there. Yes. I don't talk to him at all. And then I go to cam and I'm like, Hey dude, my best, I, I saw my best friend today walking down. <laughs> and it's like, I've never talked to this dude before. Right, right. Never had a conversation with him yet. I'm calling him my best friend. Like, yeah, no, I've only seen this dude walking on campus. I've only, True. and but yeah. And it's like you, in order to build a relationship, you need the conversation. Yeah. Right. You are not going to grow in your relationship with God if you are not having a conversation with him, if you are not right. willing to go to him with your life, if you're not willing to bring things to him and have a conversation with him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
And I think that is something that's just like the most important thing to remember. And it's like, that is what God says is your first reaction to things. And to kind of add on to that, like you, you always hear, which it's true. Prayer changes things. Yeah. But to add on to that, like Christ changes things, you know, you have to have prayer in order to like, like you said, it's a conversation. It's not just this one sided like thing that I just do to be a good Christian. It's, you know, Mm -hmm. Christ changes things. And so the way to talk to him is through prayer. Yeah. 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 But I don't know. Does anyone have anything they want to run through? All right. I'm good. Well, Given that we talked, talked about, about prayer, prayer. I'm gonna, I, I can. Noah, you want to go ahead and yeah, I can close pray. us yes. in a quick prayer and then yeah. right. I'll kind of close yeah. us out after that. Yeah. So, dear our kind and heavenly father, uh, we come before you today and uh, thank you for this amazing time that I got to spend with these guys talking about prayer and talking about it's not just this one and done deal where we ask for things like a genie in a bottle, but it's a conversation in a relationship with you, Lord. And I just ask that you remind us that of that every single day and that we can come to you and we can bring our, our needs, our wants, and our troubles to you and lay them down before your throne. And Lord, I just ask that you uh, bless every single one that is listening to this podcast and everyone here in this room. Um, bless the rest of their weeks and uh, just bring us all back safe again next yeah. week or whenever you guys go and record, just, just bless their weeks. Um, we all lift these things up in uh, your son's name. We pray. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Um, so I guess before we go, uh, you know, being that we had quite a few new things this week, um, you know, we do have Instagram. We have a Facebook, three guys in the cross, search them up on there. Uh, we are in the process of working on a website. It is not up yet, but we are in the process of doing that to kind of make the whole experience easier um, to like find us and access different things. Uh, but yeah, so if you could just message us on there, if you have any comments, suggestions for things we should do with this equipment, if it like worked out well, or if you think that something should be changed, um, or if you have any ideas for future topics, go ahead. Yeah. Drop those yeah. in our DMs, wherever. Uh, but yeah, I'd just say thank you guys for listening. And remember that Jesus loves you and so do we.